First up, though, as the year is running out, so is the opportunity to sign up for a new TRICARE plan. The good news is the Defense Health Agency is giving folks a little more time. Also, the Army is extending the amount of time some of its enlisted soldiers can stay in the force. All that and more is in Scott Massioni's DOD Personnel Notebook this week. And Scott joins me now. Hey, Scott. Hi. So TRICARE beneficiaries, let's start there. They're getting a little more time than they initially thought they were going to have to change plans. So how, how long do they have now? That's right. So TRICARE beneficiaries now have until the end of the year to sign up for TRICARE Prime or TRICARE Select plan. So they previously only had until December 10th. So this is something that, that gives them a little bit more time. There's also another extension that TRICARE retirees are getting. Beforehand, they had until December 10th to sign up for new dental and vision plans. This time that they don't have to really worry about that. They, they can get to until the end of the year. The, the, the thing about the dental and vision plans is that retirees, if they wanted to actually get that that benefit, they needed to sign up and actually go on and, and, and really sign up for it with their own hands or or, or tell, tell the uh, TRICARE that they wanted to do this. They're now under the Fed VIP system, which is what most federal employees use. So the Fed VIP gives retirees about 10 different dental carriers and four different vision carriers that they can use. This expands some of the options that they had before, and they're going to be enrolling uh, through that through the Office of Personnel Management instead of through TRICARE. So uh, just keep your eye out for that and make sure that you know it's completely different from the the whole TRICARE program when you're signing up for either uh, TRICARE Select or TRICARE Prime. Another item in the notebook this week, you're writing that the Army's making some changes to the way it retains enlisted soldiers, so hoping to retain them for longer, really, right? Right. So the Army has been growing now for a, a couple of years. Previously, it was on a drawdown under the Obama administration. Now, under the Trump administration, it's co- going back up to face some near-peer competitors and work under the national defense strategy. So part of doing that is changing the retention control points. Those are basically the same thing as the 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 promotion boards for officers and it allows people to stay within a certain rank for a certain period of time well in order to do that they're trying to keep some of their mid-career talent at this point so current corporals now instead of uh they have a limit of 10 years in the army instead of eight and a couple of other options from sergeants all the way up to sergeant first class will have more time either a year more or two years more and the Army, if you remember, in this year, they didn't meet their recruiting goal by 6,500 soldiers. They missed that goal. So they're having trouble keeping the people that they need and bringing new people in to keep building the force. The Navy is uh, doing something slightly similar. It's it's a little less drastic. Uh, they're giving waivers to sailors that want to serve more than 30 years if they take some of the more harder deployments at sea. And so that's for people that that really just love sailing and want to get out there. But they're also trying to hang on to their mid-career talent as the Navy also grows uh, under this new program, under this new strategy. And finally, uh, it is that time of year when folks start uh, looking for increases in basic allowance for housing, which uh, the changes take effect on January 1st, I believe. How do the numbers look for 2019? Well, a lot better than last year. So last year, there was only about an average of a $10 uptick for people. This year, there's a, an average of 2.5%, and that'll start on January 1st of 2019. And that translates roughly, on average, to $66 all the way up to $149 a month. So that can be 
pretty helpful for people. Now, the way that they find out how they're going to bump this up or bring it down is to uh, look at 300 military housing areas within the United States and also within Alaska and Hawaii. And they kind of take the median market of rent and look into utilities, all that kind of stuff, and come up with a number that they think is fair for, for each area. And the thing to remember is that this is just an average. If you live in Alabama, it's most likely you're not going to get as big of a bump as if maybe you lived in, uh, let's say, Norfolk or if you lived in San Diego. Another thing to remember is if you don't move, you're not going to see a decrease in your BAH. So um, if you're staying in the same spot, don't worry about your your uh, extra money going down, but if you do move, you're probably going to see that decrease. DOD is expecting it's going to spend about $21 billion on 100 million service members for BAH in uh, 2019, and what they really hope is that it covers about 95% of the estimated housing costs for troops. Federal News Network Scott Massioni, and you can read more about everything we've been discussing in this week's edition of the Personnel Notebook. Thank you, Scott. Thank you.